a locket that had belonged to his mother, which she had given to him before she died. Before he could take it back, it was on the table, the dice shaken, the cards turned, and it was gone. His panic was clear to all. Tell you what, said the man with the winning hand, a sandy-haired, sharp-faced man with a silver-topped sword cane that he tapped up and down as he spoke. If you come work for my master Talman, you can keep the locket. He offers honest work and fair pay, and he needs good men. We provide clothes, meals, and shelter. You might even strike it rich. He spread into a smile and clapped Declan on the back. The man was compact, not tall, but Declan felt his wiry strength in that brief contact, like a steel trap held just in check. The name's Hadrian. Give me three weeks of labor, and we'll call it even. After that, we'll pay you handsomely for your work. Like many others, Declan had heard stories of others getting rich in the mines. There were rumors, of course, of things taking place deep in the mountains, dark things. But they were in the same category as the giant wolves of the Great North Wood or the fabled mushrooms of immortality. No one took them seriously. Declan had burned up his inheritance money, which he demanded from his father soon after his mother's death, and just before he left for Argyros, and he could not bear to return home to Leoness empty-handed. He showed up for his first day at the Minka Silver Mines, and when he did not have any tools, the same hatchet-faced gentleman, who was apparently an overseer here, said he would sell them to Declan for an additional three weeks of labor. Six weeks later, thinner but stronger, his lungs thick with dust and his eyes grown accustomed to darkness, Declan sought out the man to negotiate his pay. "'Pay?' Hadrian said, looking offended, as if Declan had just suggested something inappropriate. "'My boy, you owe us. The last six weeks Talman has clothed you, fed you, and given you a cot to sleep on. These things aren't free.' Declan felt as if he were deflating, all the air leaving his body. "'You said you provided!' The man's lips curled back as he rounded on Declan. Yes, and the butcher provides meat, but he does not give it away. You assume too much. We've already spent far more on you than you're worth. So Declan began to eat less and work longer hours. As the days passed, he worked deeper and deeper into the mines,